0: Welcome, everybody, to the Sloan Facts Podcast, episode number three. Um, as y'all already know, we got the nice beverage. Back again, we got the Nuevo Wiese, red wine. Um, today's On today's podcast, we got a special guest, um, a guy who, you know, on, on Sloan Facts Podcast, we like to give people their flowers. We like to give people their props um, because nowadays, man, sometimes... You know, especially as men, uh, guys have a hard time giving dudes flowers and, and, and giving dudes props. But here on Sloan Cold Facts, we definitely don't, this is definitely what the show is about. Um, I got a guy today on the podcast who has been around basketball for 30, 40 years. Um, he's been a, a, a grassroots AAU high level coach during that time, he was an A Leaf legend. Grew up in Born in the shy, came moved to Houston, was an A-Leaf legend. Last week, we had Carlos Hurt on the show. Um, A lot of people say he was the Carlos Hurt before Carlos Hurt. Um, Coached, has sent hundreds of guys to play basketball at the next level. He's had several pros, guys like Jared Allen, um, guys like Galen Robinson was one of the the guys who kind of got the U of H basketball resurrection started. Um, bit again, been around high level dudes, coach high level dudes, and he has a son. His oldest son is a high level point guard. Uh, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about right now, it's Marlon Lowe. Uh, his son is Jalen Lowe, one of the best point guards in the country, a top 100 prospect. Uh, Marlon, welcome to the show, man. We appreciate you for joining Sloan Cofax Already,
1: no problem. Glad to be here, man. I'm happy to ha- be able to sit next to you. Have a great conversation.
0: Low, let's uh jump right in it, man. Um, you know, this earlier this week, uh, we had the an un- un- untimely death and murder of uh rapper PNB Rock. Mm. Um also this week the uh trial of uh, former NBA and Texas Tech great Andre Emmett, who was also murdered um, a couple years ago. His the his the the trial for his killers is this week. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I man, it, it was a lot of speculation on social media all week about you know the, the girlfriend had the location on when they went to the Roscoes in L.A. and he had all his jewels on and he had the nice whip. Um, you know, it's, it's it's one of those things, low. Like, do you think that in, in the culture we're in now, guys should be more careful, careful about you know wearing jewels or, or, or driving nice whips or or kind of being flashy? Um, even you know, even myself, people may feel like you know I'm a little flashy at times, but. Um, you know, some sometimes guys like it's, it's who they are, it's their lifestyle. Especially if you're a rapper or an athlete. So, kind of give us your take. Give me your take, low on on what you feel uh, as as far as guys being flashy or like, should they be more careful? Should you not post so much on social media, um, especially nowadays? Man, people, you know, people are hungry, people are jealous, right. people are envious. So, what's your thoughts?
1: Well, I think uh, first, you know, it's a condolences to all the Everybody involved um, And in reality You have to uh, feel bad For even the people Who are at fault For those Their right. families You had to feel For their families Who about to lose They don't realize The impact That the decision That they made It impacts their families For life as well mm-hmm. So um, But as far as Guys wearing jewelry And flash And things of that nature It's um, I think it's It's, it's If they've earned it, it's their right to have Mm -hmm. what they want to have It's their right Mm -hmm. At the same time, they have to understand that What they have is a motivation for others To want to have it and to have access to things like that So you do have to tread lightly and be careful about where you go And what you do and what you show I also think that it's it's, it's imperative to kind of show people like Listen, that's theirs Mm-hmm. Let's find a way to put you in a position where you can get something like that too. Not to have theirs, but to have your own. Right. I think those are conversations that we don't really talk about a lot, but we still talk about the um, the impact of what happened instead of talking about how can we have access to make sure people have access to this, or for them to see things like is not, or for us to be as not materialistic mm-hmm. as as many of us are, many people.
0: And 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 low even like kind of going there the the materialistic things. Like, for, for some guys, let I me mean, use myself, for example. Like, if, if I buy some shoes or, or, or clothes, like, a, a lot of times it's because those things, like, make me feel good. And, like, I, I, I put that on. You know, it's kind of like the old Deion Sanders saying, mm. you know, you, you you look good, you play good, you feel good. No question. And so a lot of times that, that may come off as, as materialistic or that may come off as maybe, you know, the guy kind of, you know, does does all young guys want you know material things that you not you know purchase so purchase things like those right? Mm-hmm. So you having a son who, again, is a big time prospect, very well known, um, is going to make money playing basketball. W- what would your advice be to him in a situation like mm-hmm.
1: this? Uh, my 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 thing with him is like he's he had never seen me personally mm-hmm. or anybody around us. is just where. Wear those ty- those type of items quite a bit. Yeah, we push a lot. of We talk about a lot of other items that are we feel like is important. Mm-hmm. But in general, I would just tell him like just you know like your swag, what you do, your the items that you wear. That's that's just who you are. That's part of your swag. You got to respect it. Yeah. And if people who don't wear that, you know, I I dress down, mm-hmm. but my swag is kind of like my intellect. You mm-hmm. know, and you mm-hmm. the way the way you know you, you have some intellect also, Is just I who you that. are, you gotta res- you gotta respect people for who they are, what they you know what they what they um, what they bring to the table, mm-hmm. not necessarily what they wear, what they have on. Mm-hmm. So we communicate along those lines.
0: And lo, now can can sometimes what people bring to the table um, be undersold or be undervalued because of what someone may portray?
1: Absolutely. You know? uh, yes, absolutely. It can. It can be uh, people. Uh, sometime people make prejudgment judgments mm-hmm. about people before they understand who they are as a person or what they um, their knowledge and their wisdom that they can bring to the game or just about their, their aptitude,
2: mm-hmm. You know,
1: their intelligence mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. what they can, uh, how they can help elevate other people around them and themselves. They, they prejudge sometime. And so that kind of gets in our way.
0: Mm hmm um lo before we kind of jump into the the the, the kind of topic which is uh this episode is titled do we need more basketball people in the game of basketball mm, okay. um quickly briefly low kind of talk about your background um I, I, I gave a little bit but I I like to let guys like talk about themselves uh-huh. um so kind of give us briefly like your background in the game um where your love for the game came from originally
1: um my background is I've been doing summer basketball for, this is just finished year 26. Mm-hmm. So um, I just started, I, I got out, man, to be honest with you. I started in the game. I had played down over in South America for a while, mm-hmm. and I came back during a break, and uh, I was just needing a job. So I went and found a, uh, it was, I saw a gym right off of I-10, the Beltway, where Baseball USA first started at. Mm-hmm. And it was an old court in there. It was called Chief Center Court. They had their game from uh, Elvin Hayes and Luau Center that played in the the, uh, Dome back in the day. Oh, okay. Uh So I started sweeping floors in there, sweeping Mm -hmm. floors during the day, and I found out that they hooped that night, so they let me play. Mm -hmm. And then eventually one time I came up during the day, uh, and, and while I was sweeping floors, I saw them training kids. I had never seen that before,
0: mm-hmm.
1: never. Mm-hmm. So that's just kind of how I started out, man. Is they asked me one time if I wanted to be an assistant coach and help them, mm-hmm. and I did. So from there, it just kind of took off, and you know, I just used my love for what I have, the passion, and mm-hmm. kept learning, enjoying life with it. So that brings me to here. But uh, my passion, love for the game, probably pretty much came from from the streets. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I started out loving football first. Okay. Uh, playing Dead Man Tackle or whatever they call mm-hmm. Smear the Queer on concrete and things of that <laughs> nature in school. Yep. And then yep. uh, we after that, we had to go over and play some basketball, and I just started enjoying it, you know, just the activity, moving, having fun, and it kinda, that's where it started at for me.
0: No, Lo, you being modest, man, literally, uh, it's, it's, it's funny. Um, obviously, I, I met you after I met Lowe's, obviously, because Lowe's and I grew up together. But mm. people told me, man, A-Leaf, you were the guy. Like, Like, it was like, yo, he was Carlos Hurt before mm. Carlos Hurt. And now, again, you watch our last episode, episode two, Uh uh-huh. you know, Carlos Hurt was McDonald's All-American. He was one of the better players in our city ever. Yeah. Um, and, and people say you, Marlon Lowe, were just as good as he was. So kind of talk about that path, <laughs> Lowe, uh, you know, it was high school. Uh, and It was
1: – it was, I was pretty good. Okay. You know what I mean? Same high school, right, Elsie? Same high school, Elsie. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, I was pretty good I, I was real good I played varsity All four years over okay. there I started out as freshman Okay So I played freshman Then I played varsity Some some days I would play Freshman two quarters And that night I would play varsity Two quarters Oh wow That's basically how it happened You could play so many quarters mm-hmm. Um I, w- I was straight I still I I, I, I <laughs> it's, it's funny too We hadn't I never had this conversation On air with anybody But Playing varsity All four years At Elsick I had a good time Um my dad came to see me play probably one time. Oh, okay. Um, so I was I was still a kind of a neighborhood guy. Put it like that. Okay. And one night we mm-hmm. lost to a school that we hadn't lost to before, <laughs> <laughs> and I I had a decent game, wasn't well, but my coach score, uh, scolded us after the game, and it was cool. I was this was my senior year. I left my uniform on the floor that night. Just left it on the, in the locker room on the floor. Okay. Uh, the next day I came in. And yeah, he told me I was off the team
0: Now was that purpose You purposely left A uniform on the floor or just like You just took it off Or got to put it in the bin Or like You was like Man fuck this I'm done He took it off
1: No it wasn't a, I'm done It okay. was just like I just left it on the floor Like whatever I'm leaving this behind Everything But mm-hmm. it wasn't intentional Okay. You know? Okay. So I came in the next day And he told me I was done When I was off the team It shocked me
0: mm-hmm. It shocked
1: me Uh mm-hmm. Kind of messed up a lot It messed up a lot Of opportunities for me That I had So I didn't mm-hmm. finish My senior year Of high school oh, well, On okay. the basketball team And mm-hmm. uh, I lost a lot of my MVP. I lost scholarship offers, which uh, I had. Shout out to Carlos Hurt. I was going up to Louisville with Denny Crum. It oh, was okay. The, yeah. And so I lost those opportunities, which was cool. Yeah, you know, I, in I, the nev- I never
0: heard this story before. Though. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. There's, some, there's a lot of people that ain't leave know that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I just, um, I did it. I, I was in Street and Smith, you know okay. okay, I was some
0: of the top guys in the country. Okay. Uh, so, but. And now, so It's what it is. And so, after that situation, like, did you go back? Talk to coach Did you like, hey, like When he told you about off the team Like was it one of those Things where like That was it No Couldn't run to get Back on the team You couldn't It was just like Cause to me It seemed like You leaving <laughs> a jersey In the locker room Petty to be a super, Yeah that's very yeah. Very 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 petty Yeah
1: uh, I didn't know What to say to him So I was kind of Like I say It was uh, I hang with Different groups gr- Hung with different kind of dudes So I was like man F it Whatever Mm -hmm. I didn't know what to say Mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't have a relationship At home with my dad He was never there I really didn't stay with him But I just didn't know what to say So I I just took it For what it was But I had somebody That still was in my corner His name was David Tucker His son Andre Tucker Still played on the team And we um, He helped me to kind of just You know Keep Sort my life out A little bit there Mm -hmm. So he took me But I didn't know what to say But um, To this day it still kind of bo- i can say say kind of bothers me it hurts yeah uh my name they took my name out
0: of all the record books oh wow yeah they took so it took, had to, it had to be something more low than just that i'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm saying like as, 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 as like for the coach yeah it yeah, had to be yeah, something more yeah. maybe he felt a certain type of wear some just for him to take you you know pull that type of stunt man. for one incident
1: man you know and you, you know what to be honest with you that was our first time ever butting heads i can say that mm-hmm. i was i was a cool he was cool with me so it 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 totally shocked me. But yeah, they took my name out of record books. Uh we we seen each other probably about 8 years ago. Uh maybe 10. And he took whenever he got he retired, but um uh, he told me that uh he he apologized for what he did. Mm-hmm. Said he probably made a mistake. if I had it all do over again. I was like, you know, that's cool. I appreciate it. Um you know, it is what it is, but you know, he I still have a uh, what he did was he asked me to come out to his house. Mm-hmm. He said he got he had all the VHS tapes.
0: And this was eight years ago. Probably so, okay, maybe a little okay. bit
1: longer. But he had all the VHS tapes from when I played, uh, Carlos, everybody played. So okay. I have I have all of those tapes at my house. Oh wow! I got to get them converted, but I have them in storage somewhere. I got to find them. But uh, it was cool. Then, um, you know, one of the highlights was like replay Rick Shirley was the head coach of Hastings High School yep. at the time. And, Coach Shirley Continuously And even to this day he Long kinda, time coach Yeah He kind of still He remembers And okay. he, he talks about Our um, Our a battles A lot of time yeah. And he talks and, and the two He always compares Is just myself And Carlos Ert, And mm-hmm. I always give Carlos the props um, I would say He was the best guard To come out of A-Leaf mm-hmm. uh, I love what he did you know, circumstances hit him, hit us all. Correct. Yeah, but the I'm, fact that he had a good, a yeah. lot of good people around him and still do. Yeah, yeah, and
0: and so low, even hitting with the circumstances. Same with Lowe's, kind of. We talked about it last week. Um, He said he wish he made better choices, mm-hmm. and he wish he hung around maybe different people. Yeah, is that something? I mean, obviously, this is this happens throughout the country, all you know, all over the country, different neighborhoods. But is that something specifically? Even back then When you were in school And when Los was in school Like is that like What A-Leaf was You know Like uh-huh. as, as far as like The guys you hung around Even with Los With the father figure I, I think Los was almost Well what I like you said He was extremely mature mm-hmm. For a high school kid You know So is, is that a situation Where that's a Environmental thing It's kind of like Yo how you guys grew up You gotta grow up fast You're around these dudes mm-hmm. And it makes you feel like you're in control you're an adult you don't need guidance no
1: question um, the environment the environment I, I hung with some really good guys mm-hmm. that are still my friends to this day okay um we was uh we was kind of they want you might call the street guys or whatever but we were they were good guys and we never looked went and looked for any trouble not that at all but it was t- times that we didn't run from anything either. So at the same time, it was always about when certain com- when certain situations come up, it's just hey, you got to you got to man up for where you at right now. It was not about thinking forward, thinking, mm-hmm. think about what could happen tomorrow. It was not about no, we wasn't taught about how to go or just to look. Okay, this happened. Go in, bite the bullet, tell you made an error, yeah, and let them make a decision. It wasn't about that. It was it was we weren't taught how to negotiate and how to communicate properly. We just. You Know went on, went on instincts yeah. right away, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Um, that's again, that's a uh, almost like a a life lesson, and so now just kind of mm-hmm. translating that to, to you being a father now, uh huh, you being very present. To be honest, little man, you were one of the first guys I've seen like in their kids' lives, like heavily in the AAU space. Mm-hmm. As far as like when I stopped playing, I saw like a lot of guys, like I saw you and Christian Begg and other guys. and uh, Steve Hayes even with Team Chemistry You guys were not only had your own programs mm-hmm. But you were also heavily involved In your son's lives In your family's life. Now is is that one of those things Lord where Because you didn't have that You made it a point And you're like to say Listen my son's going to be different My son's lives will be different
1: Absolutely 100% mm-hmm. uh, I've turned down a lot of uh at least six college jobs.
0: Uh, now, oh, now speaking on that low, because a lot of the listeners, especially mm-hmm. the, the 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 young basketball guys who, who mm-hmm. listen to this show, you hear a lot about young young dudes want to get college jobs. Like yeah. I want to get in a college game, but they don't really know what it entails. Right. And you being at the top of your game in the grassroots game, having players at the year after year after year, college coaches obviously need, you know, they want to access the players, your mm-hmm. basketball mind let's offer Marlon Lowe a job. Mm-hmm. And for some people, Lowe, mm-hmm. you know, I, I always say this, non-black guys, mm-hmm. they go to college, they may play one or two years, they jump right in the game, right in coaching, you see it, I mean, yeah, at the highest level, yeah, right? mid High majors, mid-majors. What we don't do is kinda take advantage of, of those opportunities. And so for you, Lowe, it, for you to be offered you know, really good jobs yeah. as assistant basketball coach at the collegiate level. You turned it down because of your family, speaks volume So at the time you were offered those jobs, was it a situation where you looked at, like, listen, I got a family, I need to be there for my kids, for my sons, for my wife? Mm-hmm. Or did it ever cross your mind, like, man, this could be a good opportunity for our family? You know?
1: Both, all of the above. My first uh, D1 offer was to, was it there or second? first one was to Boise State Oh wow okay. That was right before uh, James Bailey got the job When mm-hmm. he got it I had said no first Okay You know people don't know That's cool I'm not tripping mm-hmm. I help say You know people ask me about it go like, oh, ahead yeah, I don't want it Yeah Uh reason why I did turn it down At the time It just didn't offer enough For my family Financially Financially Okay uh, For us to be It didn't make sense for us To move out there At that point in time Okay For the financial uh, okay. Return I would have got Okay And I wasn't just Hunting to be a college coach. If I was hunting to be a college coach, then I would have accepted that job. job. Yeah. Uh the second one offered me um over two something, almost close to three. You turned it down. I turned it down. Yeah. It was uh, In Texas? No, it was uh a SEC school. Mm-hmm. Well and Your decision
0: I, on that, come on. Lord. That's my a My decision money, on man.
1: that was um my kids were probably third. Fourth grade and maybe second grade, third grade or first grade at the time,
0: and with two hundred, you couldn't take them.
1: I could have took them. I think um, my my reasoning uh, took my wife a little time to to understand who I was. Okay, <laughs> she, didn't, she didn't like that answer. You know <laughs> yes, what I mean? She she didn't like the next yeah. three three times. <laughs> I said no, but um, I wanted to be present and involved with my kids. Um, I respect every college coach who, tough, who, tough who does des- Decide to do what they're doing I respect that um, My my father wasn't there Had nobody in there to make the guys to, to be there for me to help me So I wanted to make sure that I was present and involved in everything that they had Even if I just had to stand out in the background And not to just watch mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure I was there when they had questions When they woke up in the morning And I wanted to make sure that I was around them more than I was around other people's kids, but that was mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. So, I, but I respect everybody in the college game who chooses to do what they do. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was about the money. Some people do it because of the money.
0: Yeah,
1: mine was about uh, being present. Mm-hmm. That's what. That's what. That's what motivated me. Is keeps motivated. It's about being, being present. present. I take that over to me. That's that's more valuable than the uh, the financial contribution that would have come back, especially yeah. if I wasn't there.
0: That's. It's, it's, it's
1: crazy you say that, Logan. And I just got a at least recently I was offered another college job, probably about <laughs> maybe several months ago. Oh wow! Yeah, I just couldn't do it. Nah, <laughs>
0: it's, it's 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 funny you say that, Logan, because uh, my wife and I talk about you know maybe what's next for me, and so like a couple NBA scouting positions come up, um, but it's like mm-hmm. I, I'm 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 the same. I, you know, my father was there every step of the way in my life. Um, During AAU basketball was probably the greatest time of my life because my dad was there going on all these trips and around the country and doing all these things together. And so the being present part for me, Uh I know what it did to have my father there for me. And so for my kids like you, it's like, even college coaching, it's like, do I take this job? (laughs) Where I mean, I, I mean, as, as, as you know, Lo, I'm an entrepreneur, right. so it's like I have to create my income. Love it, love it. With with college basketball, I know every two weeks a university is going to make a direct deposit. Mm-hmm. I don't have to wake up thinking, all right, what's going to happen in November? What's going to happen in January? I, I know it's coming every two weeks, though. So I, I love that. It's, it's it's you know, like 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 if, if I'm at University of Houston, every two weeks University of Houston System I'm getting a check, and so it's it's, it's a lot of stability there, but. The Think top. That,
1: that goes back. That to cut you off. That goes back to me. To um, what I love about that is, Jay Z says financial freedom is our only hope. That's true. I, that's, you have not that it comes easy for you. You it still doesn't. have to work. Yeah, I do. But yeah. you have financial freedom where you can wake up when you want to wake up. You can choose yeah. to do the things you want to do, and you want to. You can go when you want to go. Yeah. Um, that's that's a choice that people make. Yeah. And I, I respect the heck out of that. It's kind of yeah. what I live on.
0: Yeah. And so again, man. You know, at times my wife, she's just like, no, it'll be because my wife, she, she's a uh, you know been in retail sales, high end sales for a whole career, so she understands the every two weeks it's a check and it's <laughs> safe. Me, I I, I, I don't subscribe to that notion because I'm like, you know, it's like you said, I have freedom. Mm-hmm. If I want to go to Turks next week, I don't have to worry about oh man, the season coming up or I got to go scout. You know, we can go, mm-hmm. but. But I, the, the being present With my family And my kids are, Is so important to me Because I've seen In basketball Guys Or kids Who don't have their fathers and Who they listen to As opposed to A father Listen to The internet Yeah Social media No question And the shit on social media You like Golly And I have daughters also too Which is a whole other animal You know For me mm-hmm. So being present Is important So you But I, I'm I'm not gonna lie, love 200, Two hundred, three hundred thousand is a is a a, a big number, especially it's a big safe number. But yeah. on the flip side, I understand yeah. what you mean about the being present, because it's really, I mean, to be honest, it's priceless. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure for you, it's some more. You wake up thinking like, "Dang, if I would have took that, we could have been here different financially." But you know, over time, I'm sure you 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 understand like you can go. Watch your son play in the EYBL. Yeah, like he'll never, your son will never forget that, never, right, ever in his life. I'm 40. I, anytime I see y'all or go to AU basketball in one of my own events, I think about my dad. Like, man, we used to do, go here and play here, see me play here. So, yeah. the 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 being present is important. But um, low with with you getting offers to be a college coach, um, being a basketball guy. You know, it's, it's it's this thing on social media where mm-hmm. people have been saying, you know, do we need more basketball people in basketball? Mm. Do we need more basketball people leading the charge on all levels, grassroots, professional, college, in scouting, in media, um, you know, watching Kendrick Perkins you know, and, and uh, Draymond calls, uh, calling himself the new media, you know, be, <laughs> right. being a player at a certain level, obviously in NBA and winning championships, he can speak and articulate from a different point of view. Absolutely. So what's your thoughts, low on uh, that? the game needing more basketball people in, in basketball?
1: There, it, it's a need. Um, I think it's a – to me, it should be almost a prerequisite.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not going to say that there's not room for both. Uh, But I think that when you are involved in the game, Mm -hmm. you've played the game, you understand the game, then there should be a a special avenue to make sure that you're around the game, that Mm -hmm. you remain around the game. Not necessarily uh, doesn't mean that you need to be in front of the microphone. It doesn't mean but some way you should still be involved in the game if you choose to be Mm -hmm. because you continue. Once you stop playing, uh, when you're playing, you see things from a different perspective. Once you stop playing, you really grow. And see things from a different perspective as well So a lot of players, man Have so much insight and knowledge, man That it, It just It can't be replicated By someone People that haven't And I'm not saying that those guys Aren't as important Guys who haven't But when you sit back and think of um uh some of the guys that, that do NBA games, whether it's Reggie Miller, mm-hmm. Kendrick Perkins, they spring, they bring their own little yeah. special sauce and flavor to the game, and they kind of give you a little insight on what's really going on because they've been in those locker rooms, they've been in those huddles, so they understand the little nuances that people need to hear. And it's not just about tearing a person down. They don't call a player names. They kind of understand. They have empathy for guys. At the same time, they know when a person is wrong because they've been there. So I think it's a special place for those guys, but for people – To be able to uh, uh, impact the game as far as evaluating, you got to be around it a lot, man. You got to be around it a lot. You got to be in multiple areas.
0: So now, Loke, it's people who always say that you don't have to necessarily play the game to evaluate it. You could study it. Maybe you could watch games and look at levels and Mm -hmm. and. Maybe see okay, this player is different from that player because. So, do you feel like, lo, you can by just watching the game, watching grassroots, watching high school basketball, kind of taking notes, maybe listening to certain people. Do you think you can pick up on being a evaluator or scout?
1: I do. I think you can pick up on those. I think you can pick up on those things, and I think that you can eventually be really good at them. Mm-hmm. Really good. I think you can probably be great at them. Okay. Um, but there's a there's a there's a there's a difference. Some things that you you probably won't ever be able to be really good at or understand. So, uh, one one guy can always understand where you're coming from, but if you haven't been in the thick of things, sometimes you won't always be able to understand where they're coming from. But there's room for both, like I said. So, but I think that there has to be some knowledge to understand, uh, under, underst studying some apprenticeship to understand where you fit in at.
0: And so, uh, lo, a lot of times for athletes. Especially basketball players, mm-hmm. guys who played the game, been in the game, they have a hard time articulating it via writing on the internet, writing yeah. an article, yeah. getting in front of a camera, <laughs> yeah. uh, um, speaking, e- e- even producing things. Like guys have a hard time because maybe not necessarily they don't have those. It's, it's, it's a certain skill set you have to have. Yes. And some guys, players, some former players, they don't have that. Right. And so- a guy who is articulate, who can write, mm. who can speak in front of a camera, they may get a certain job or a certain promotion or get to a certain level because they because they can articulate it more so than a former player can. Yeah. So is 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 that one of those things where you know former players have to kind of work on their skill set off the court as well?
1: I, I, I it is. It it just comes with it. If you want to be a, a in a public eye and you want to be in front of TV, radio, uh, people expect certain things. But at the same time, you should also be able to be who you are. I'm not the most... Uh, I'm, I am I think I'm a pretty smart guy, pretty intellectual. I'm not the most articulate when it comes down to speaking all the time. But um, I'm a pretty good writer, though. Mm-hmm. Like, when we're around the house, and, you know, my wife, she has BA, Masters, things of that nature. She, you know, basically a scientist. <laughs> yeah. But... Um, when our sons have certain things about writing, And even herself, she hits me with it. And asks yeah. me, hey, look at this. Yeah. Check this over, right? Right. So I can write pretty well, but when it comes down to articulating, I can't articulate it the way the mass yes. media wanted to be articulated. I'm right. a tech, I'm a inter, I'm articulating the way that right. people who well, like well, hang uh, around understand well, real look, if, quick.
0: I, I I think that's why Kendrick Perkins has become so successful because he doesn't articulate like the mass media. He keeps right. it real, he keeps himself, like, yeah. you know, I mean, he, he's himself. Yeah, And I think people now are starting to understand that and gravitate towards that. Yeah. People are starting to see like this, I mean, Kendrick talks like we would at the bar or <laughs> right, in right. the gym uh-huh. and people can relate and, and understand that as mm-hmm. opposed to the mass media. And even though you and I have had conversations about this before, in high school basketball, grassroots yeah. basketball, Even at the very top, the evaluators, Mm -hmm. 97% of them, maybe even 100%. If you look at the highest platforms, ESPN, 247, rivals, uh, none of those guys were players. Mm -hmm. Now, they may have been coaches. I know Paul Cardi was a coach. I know Adam Finkelstein uh, was a coach, prep school coach at one time, but I'm not sure if they were like players. Maybe they were, but uh, you and I talked about this before. Some of those jobs or some of those opportunities, again, you feel like should go to, I mean, even myself, I feel like they should go to former players mm-hmm. who can if they can do the work because it, it, it does require writing. It does require being present at events, being, uh, being attentive, you know, being able to scout, evaluate. If they have those skill set, they should also be um, able to be up for jobs like that. But, yeah. again, I think it just comes back to what we just spoke on. A lot of guys aren't prepared. And so I, it's There should be some program out there <laughs> yeah. That kind of helps prepare guys For some of these jobs It,
1: it could be I think um, I saw um, I saw Chris Walker uh, Maybe two weeks ago
0: mm-hmm.
1: And we were talking People was talking basketball And I had to let him know Like Chris like I enjoy listening to you When you're on TV Doing TV radio I like how you break things down yep. And it's it's easy to comprehend Me being a, a player myself So I, mm-hmm. I, I'm able to see what you're looking at And it may, you make it clear And I say But it's another guy That I thought um, Was awesome as well He said Who was that? I say Perry Clark Yeah um, I said last year Was his first time doing it He had just retired from college Maybe he'll get back in But He was on TV Radio Man And he was phenomenal Like Just the, the breakdown Of the way he talks about things And the way the game is goes And it's like It was just It just flowed for me yeah. You know So It should be programs In, in place but a lot of it is just you know you just gotta sometimes you gotta give people a chance, man. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's about feel, right? Uh, you don't always have to start them out at the highest level. You can bring them along slowly, a game here, a game there. Go to college, do a high school, and just kind of see what it is, and they start to get their niche. And yeah. I think that I think it can go go that way.
0: Uh, low, I, with the the way the game's going with the analytics, mm-hmm. right? Uh, analytics has changed the way the game is played. It's changed the way the game is evaluated, scouted. It's changed the way that even at the highest level, NBA people look at the game, right? Uh-huh. Do you think that, and also what analytics has done is analytic guys, I'm going to use air quotes, guys who are very good in analytics have maybe taken, I'm going to say taken some of the jobs, or for lack of a better term, taken some of the jobs from, and when I say jobs, like NBA level jobs, even now in the college game, from former players, mm-hmm. should those players again mm-hmm. should they be like, hey, maybe we should kind of figure out what analytics are, mm-hmm. or again should those guys have an opportunity, like you said, to like get a shot because it's a lot of guys, low who even at the NBA level they've been scouts for a very long time. Yeah, they should have been pushed into to opportunities to get to become a GM, mm-hmm. to become an assistant GM or team president, mm-hmm. but because maybe they, you know, with the game change, they aren't up to date analytics or they don't know how to you know look at synergy and figure out the analytics and all that stuff they they are getting I'm going to say passed up right. by analytic guys in certain jobs
1: i think um i think we have to know this think about this as well a lot of those guys are fine where they are because they are able to go home every night That's they don't have too. to stay up extra hours to be a coach and what it takes yep. for those that are wanting to be that yeah they should be mm-hmm. given some type of opportunities uh, does it come ahead of somebody that didn't play the game? It's tough. you would say you would assume to say yes uh because they paid their dues, but you you have to understand as far as how people have made lanes for themselves, so mm-hmm. for example like i don't I don't necessarily think that analytics changed the game. I think that creativity changed the game mm-hmm. people trying to. Play with more guards. That, that had to be creative. I don't think numbers made made a coach decide to do it that way. Mm-hmm. I think the creativity changed the game, and then analytics allowed people to come in with a different lane. Mm-hmm. So the creativity that they had about how to input themselves into the game okay. is what made what, what made a lane for guys that didn't probably play as much.
0: Okay,
1: uh, whether it's the nerds, people want to call them the nerds yeah. or whomever, yeah. but you could have. Uh, white nerds you can have black nerds you can have brown yellow nerds i think that that's a lane for them but at the same time the creativity doesn't come from numbers gotcha yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. yeah the uh the creativity comes from having a feel for the game and only the special ones have a feel that nobody else has how to change how to create that's what entertains. Yeah. That's what entertains, not necessarily those numbers. Yeah. The numbers kind of give you some clar- clarity on other things, but for the most part, it's the, it's the creativity and it's, it's the feel that makes the game what it is.
0: And, Lo, talking about feel, I, 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 I think that even in evaluation and scouting, it's a certain feel you have to have. hmm I used to say, how can this guy Man. evaluate basketball if he never got through a screen? Mm-hmm if he never had to switch big, small on the screen, Ooh. if he never had to attack a closeout, how can he, art, not not articulate, but how can he evaluate, how can he tell a college coach what level a kid is or what level a kid can project if he hasn't literally gone through it? Yeah. And now people give me backlash about that. They say, mm-hmm. Sloan, like, we can watch a game and we can tell. We can compare players, but... Like it's it's a feel, in my opinion, yeah. that you have to have. I feel like anybody could get numbers. Okay, kid is six six. He shot this from the field. Here's his cell number. Here's email address. Here's his parents' number. Mm-hmm. I feel that it's a special, it's a next level you have to go to in an evaluation and scouting to say he can play in the Big Twelve. He can't. He can play in the Mountain West or. The kid can't play in the Big 12. He can play in the Southland.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And again, maybe you go to college practices. Maybe you see, low, because I, I, I always implore parents to – and kids alike, like, go watch U of H practice. Go watch Texas practice. Go watch UCLA practice and see if you feel your son can play at that level. Yeah. But I still, in my mind, believe it's a certain, like, feel, it's a certain – then you can't really describe that you have to have to get to a certain level of evaluation and scouting.
1: It's it's almost like the um, it's almost like the locker room. You like you don't like it, but you're like, yo, I know where I'm at. Correct. This my environment. This right. my vibe. This where I go, what what I do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that you have to be able to definitely have a feel for the game. You have to allow yourself to. You have to enjoy being in the locker room. You have to enjoy yourself watching. You gotta want to hear the aura of the game and the the, the shoes squeak, and the ball bounce, because watching it on tape is nothing compared to being live. Uh, like I say if people say they evaluate on tape, when you evaluate on tape, you evaluate because you heard about what somebody's able to do, and so you watch it to see what to expect when you get there,
2: mm-hmm.
1: or you saw what they did, and you just reviewing the tape to see what if if you missed anything or to watch what they did again. But you can't evaluate from a tape. Can't mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Not fairly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not fairly. You gotta be there. You gotta, be there. You gotta allow yourself to move around. And you, and so even with that as a um evaluators, you gotta find yourself to find ways to be able to make sure that you're able to move around. But I think that anybody can evaluate.
0: Mm-hmm. Not
1: saying that they anybody can evaluate. Right. Um I don't think that evaluators no, you have to be a certain type of dude in order to rank somebody. Okay. 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 You can evaluate like I, I think I was talking to I was talking to G Day last week. And my thing with him was I was like, listen, you can evaluate everybody, like a camera guy can evaluate anybody. Because Mo Elrod followed us when we first got Texas Pro. He did a hell of a job. He knew how he would talk to us, say, Hey man, look at this. Yo, y'all gotta work with him on that. He was tell us certain things, right? So he can evaluate. But one thing he never tried to do was to rank.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You can't rank a kid if you're always with our team all the time. Correct, yeah. You know what I mean? So there's a, that. There's a yeah. difference. If you um, are ranking and you are with a team all the time, that that's to me that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a serious red flag So because you're not there. And you can't sit back and say, well, I've seen these kids in high
0: school. No, it don't work like that. Now, Lowe, so let's say – I heard you talk about this last week. Mm-hmm. You mentioned um, – Weighted evaluations Right So A kid plays on the EYBL He averages Plays he's a good player 12 and 6 on the EYBL Right High school Good player It's a kid on the independent circuit Averages 20 and 9 Let's say I've seen each kid 10 times in high school On a high school team 10 times in the summer Mm -hmm. The kid on the EYBL Is playing against Quote unquote Better players In your mind You feel like he should be Evaluate on a higher scale because of this competition, almost like in school, taking AP classes, correct, mm-hmm. and regular or honors. I, th- I Very think, similar, yeah. Right? I
1: think I think so, but there's you know it's, it's it's a it's a it's a line in that too though. Mm-hmm. But I, I I can see where you're going with that, and I can I I would sign off on that. Understand what you, where you're going with it? I would say yeah, I can endorse that. Okay, um, but somebody some people would mention about they they watch high school games also, right? My thing on that would be like this. If you watch a kid on summer ball Mm -hmm. do his thing and go off, then he better do even more than that in high school. If he's not at a prep school, in high school,
0: he should be doing more than that. Right. Unless he's at like a Mount Verde or Oak Hill. Right. Okay. Yeah.
1: If you've seen a kid in high school not, if a kid in high school, okay, you take kids in Houston. If if How many of these kids hit – how many kids in the top 10 in the city of Houston in the 2023 class? Okay. How many of those guys have multiple 20 – how many 20-point games that each one of them have? How many 30-point games do each one of them have? How many 40-point games, 50-point games do each one of them have in high school? If they've done that in high school, some of that should still be able to translate over to summer ball
0: unless they're playing on a stacked summer ball team right now no
1: question if they plan on a stacked summer ball you should still see a lot of glimpse of it over yeah. the summer right if they if they if they haven't done those things in high school it's it's not gonna happen in summer ball mm-hmm. it even if you're on a if you're on if, you, if you're on a stacked team in high school and then you rarely in houston i'll say do we have guys that play on stacked teams in high school but you can play on a stack team in summer ball. Yes. So if you play on a stack team in summer ball, you should really you should you, what you do will still stand out. But when you go back to your high school, or already knew what you did in high school, what you was a serious threat, and everybody knew that you was a problem. Yeah. If you don't have both of those two, where you can see that consistently, it's don't tough. miss yeah. miss me with the miss yeah. me with the ranking dog. R- that yeah. that don't work like that. You know I what I'm saying? You. No, I got you. Yeah.
0: I'm, uh, I'm gonna call uh, Marcus Gradney. Okay. See uh. Marcus Gradney, my guy out of LA. Um, his brother, Scott Gradney, actually played at TCU before I got there. Let's see. Hello? M. Grad. What's cracking? Welcome to the Sloan Cold Facts Podcast, man. Uh, I got your guy, Marlon Lowe, in the building.
2: Uh,
1: what's going on, y'all? M. M- Grad. what's happening, man? How you doing, brother? I'm good. I'm good. Good to hear from you, man. We ain't interacted in a while.
0: M. Grads. So the the title of this podcast is: Do we need more basketball people in basketball? So, if anyone Uh-oh. follows you on social media, they've seen you <laughs> use this hashtag. We, oh, man. we need more basketball people in basketball. Speak on that, Imgress.
2: Hmm. I mean, well, as we both know, there's a lot of people in positions that that have no I, no reason being in those positions and they have no idea what to do in those positions that they are in. Um, it's kind of uh, painful to watch and to see it sometimes. Um,
0: and now, m M-M grads, what level are you talking? You talking NBA? You talking college? <laughs> Ooh,
2: buddy. <laughs> There's all levels. Okay, all levels. Okay. All levels, but not so much, I would say, um, <laughs> in the... Man. You can speak yeah. freely here, college, at grad. You can speak freely, dog. Pretty much college basketball. Okay. Pretty much college and basketball because, like, in high, high school, to me, is a different animal. So, pretty much college because you get up in college and NBA, you get up to, to different, obviously, levels, but it's a business. Yeah. And some people treat it as such, but some people still have no business being in the position that they are in. Hmm. Um, it's just lack of knowledge. It's lack of a lot of things, you know, that that, as people say, we get lost in the, you know, recipes are getting lost. That's yeah. that's how I look at how I look at it in basketball. So we lose um,
0: we, we 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 losing recipes, huh?
2: <laughs> yeah, we losing that, and it's just like, man. <laughs> um, he trying not to step yeah. on toes. No, nah, it's not. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, I i am not here to, like to call people out. I'm just saying it's just like when you get to that level, when you get to the level above, you know, high school and stuff like that. It, it, we all know it is a business, but that doesn't mean we don't know we don't know the business. Mm-hmm. You see know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, I think we get overlooked for a lot of things. Um, I—I—I—I I, 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 I don't know why. I mean, I do, but I don't know why that has to play a part in something. But uh, it's kind of like almost painful to watch.
0: And so, M. Grad's, give me your definition of a basketball guy, or, or 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 basketball people. When you say we need more basketball people in basketball,
2: I mean people that know what it's like, you know, to wake up at, at, at to wake up at five o'clock in the morning. You know, and 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 drives drive like get driven or drive somewhere. Like they they know the whole routine of basketball. They know what what, what a what, what entails being a basketball player, being in the basketball world. You know, like they know how to make a left-handed layup. <laughs> you
0: have got the left-handed layup challenge,
2: man. I'm just saying because it's like it's too many people commenting on it. Because I was watching, yeah, there's too many people commenting on it. There's too many people like. Man, it's just it's just painful to watch because it's just like <laughs> the wrong people sometimes get 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 in positions that they should have no business being in because of social media or whatever, right? Uh-huh. And it's just like that social media has too much of a of a stranglehold on on things and stuff like that. But I mean, that's the way the, the nature of the beast now. Um, but it's a basketball person is somebody who I think is, who's played basketball at a level higher than church league and <laughs> okay. would understand what they're talking about. Okay. Because a lot of these dudes, church league, a lot of these dudes didn't even play basketball. That's true. They did not. And everybody thinks it's a, they know because they watch it on TV or whatever. Cause they, because of the warriors, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They watch Steph Curry and a lot of these people have crept in, but they have, they have quote unquote platforms. You know, it's, it's, Man, yeah, it's just it's a, a, a basketball, okay, you're definitely, you ask me what is a basketball person. A basketball person, like I said, somebody who knows, who's played the game on a level higher than, than honestly, than like, than like eighth grade, yeah. you know, maybe even high school. Because it's like a lot of these, like, just like I'm saying, it's just, people don't have the experience. They don't understand the things that these some of these kids go through. Mm. You know, yeah. and it's like, that's- and that's what we forget about. And that's another. These, these are kids at the end of the day, and people don't forget, and people forget about that.
0: That's a big part of the you equation. I, I I didn't even talk about that with 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 Lo, but with, with what you saying to them grads, that's a really really big part of um, even evaluating like scouting kids and even as far as next level things like knowing who these kids are as people, their backgrounds, Man. how they grew up, their family, being able to relate to that to even in your evaluation you. say hey. You know, this kid had an attitude this game because his dad got locked up, been locked up for ten years. He and the mom work at night, so you know he shouldn't. He might have been hungry, couldn't make, couldn't get a hold of his mom to, to to find out where his little brother is. And he got a basketball game at eight p.m. and I got to figure out like, yo, you got to listen to the coach, bitch, at him and thinking about the off the court stuff. And so, man, in your mind, you feel like those guys, and and I I, I brought this to low.
2: Um, nah, it's just it. I- Man, I'm not, I it, it, man, it's just that the culture of basketball has changed completely, right? And obviously that in that comes to social media, but it's just
0: I'm gonna ask you the question. Like, I slow, real, not to cut you off. Okay.
2: Oh, no, you good? No, do you good? Okay? We all family.
0: Do you think analytics has changed the Uh-oh. way? It's scouted. It's evaluated. It has changed the culture of basketball.
2: I mean, I'm not a big fan of analytics, but I don't. But I, it's a necessary. It's necessary for, um, I don't know. I guess to help other people, the, the understand the game of basketball better. Because, like, I mean, they put up numbers. Well, he shouldn't have taken that shot because it's thirty percent. But it's like some of us would be like, yo, I'd rather have, you know, Kobe Bryant taking the last shot or, you know, LeBron James taking the last shot. I don't care what the percentages are. Yeah. You know, and that's what people don't get. It's like, I'm sorry. I'm rocking with my – I'm not trying to, you know. But I think analytics work more so in baseball than they do in basketball, you know, because, like, they ch- the game is now Steph Curry with threes. Everybody's like, you got to shoot threes because if you make it, three points is more than two. It's just like, man.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mid range that you paid. Congrats. Let me ask you a question uh, on uh-huh. on analytics, right? So the the narrative and the communication is the fact that a thirty three percent from the three is just as equivalent to fifty percent from the two, if you take a certain amount of uh, something, certain amount of them, correct? Right. right. So I ask this: if you if you're down one at the end of a game. Do you shoot the fifty percent shot or do you shoot the thirty three percent shot?
2: I mean, that,
1: that, that goes without saying, right? <laughs> right, know, right, but what I am saying goes is
2: without saying,
1: right? But some people sit <laughs> back <laughs> and say, "Don't shoot a mid range."
2: That's what I am saying. Like they getting rid of the mid. that doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> like, like pull ups and all—that's all a part of basketball. <laughs> you know, look at DeMar DeRozan. Right, right. You know, like I mean, Kawhi Leonard. You know, like. These guys, they have the, all three levels. Uh-huh. It's There's just like in it. it's the, the, the three and the two, like the three are layup. But that's what. That's not how basketball is played, man. Uh-huh. Like, I'm sorry. Like, that's not how, you know, it's just like you got to, That's not how it's played because you, you get feeling it and all kinds of stuff. Right. So, you know, yeah. like, you, you, no, I just so said, I, just, that. I mean, Steph Curry, Steph Curry has changed. Sorry to cut you off. Steph Curry, great as he is, yes. as great as he is, he's made it look easy. You know, so people just – and plus people think he's like – people think Steph Curry's 5'7".
0: <laughs>
2: you know, when he's, when he's the same size as Russell Westbrook. Right, right. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying there? Nobody calls Russell Westbrook a little guy. True. At all. But, it's, you know, and it's just like – but that's, that's, once again, not Steph Curry's fault at all of his greatness but people who don't. Understand the games, watched him, and they're just like, Why is everybody else just shoot threes? That's, I mean, he, he does it. Right. Like, Steph Curry's come around once a lifetime. Very true. Very true. You know, him is, you know, it's like they, we don't see too many Steph Curry's. M. Brads, somebody asked, who can dominate like that.
0: I asked Lotus question: question uh, do, do you feel as though, because former players, because we can't articulate it? Or we aren't as good in front of the camera, or on 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 the laptop, or on the MacBook, writing articles, editing articles. Do you think that hurts us as far as getting these getting these basketball positions?
2: Man, y'all, so y'all, you guys are not trying to hold back. You guys are trying to get <laughs> me in trouble. With it. You guys are trying to get me to to start going to start spazzing. Um, I'm just gonna be honest like when you go to summer league okay and you look in and you look around you look in the stands you look at personnel and all that stuff you you're not nobody's blind you know what i'm saying like there's a few sprinkles with with the collared shirts on but it's just like i don't they always say well just because you played basketball doesn't mean you're a good coach people will be failing to forget that Coach K played basketball. Yeah. The, <laughs> he, played, he played D1. Yeah. He played for Bobby Knight. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, like, how much high level it gets than that. Bobby Knight was his coach. Yeah, yeah, it was a long time ago, but what I'm saying is, like, Bobby Knight played basketball.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: John Wooden played basketball. Yeah. At Purdue. I, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, to me, it's like they try to say that just because you're a, a basketball player doesn't mean you're a good coach, but, like, Pat Riley played basketball, right? Theo Jackson. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? They're former players. Yeah. Saying it without saying it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Steve Kerr, former player. For sure. But Jason Hart's a former player too. Jay Hart, yes, he is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. The coach of the G League night, like yeah. Yep. College coach, you got U.S. got all those dudes at USC, all of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, all of them.
0: Yeah,
2: you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it's just it's it's crazy, you know. And I mean, it, it is what it is. So, I, it's just crazy when I see like video coordinators, video coordinator. I mean, yes, they become good coaches, right? Yeah, some of them. Yeah, but Coach Bolster, Coach Bolster, Coach Bolster played at Portland.
0: Hmm. Oh don't think I knew, You know what yeah. I'm saying?
2: Yeah. Yeah, D one, yeah, right? Yeah, with with Cole was a nice point guard too. Yeah, um, that's different. Coach should played basketball at a high level, right? No, he didn't make the NBA, but he played at a high level. Some guys don't even play at that high of a level; they just become video coordinators. Coach Show <laughs> came up under Coach Pat Riley. So I mean, you don't even want to get me started on him because there's no like he he gets overlooked every year. You don't even want to get me started on that. Yeah, how but many, uh, how many
1: how many guys it, coaches? that haven't played the game have won um, NBA championships
0: that have not played the game
1: mm-hmm, that didn't play, but Man. they might be I found them way their way to the head coaching position or whatever that, that have won an
0: NBA championship. Did the uh, Bucks coach play? Uh, uh, uh
2: What's his name? Um, Bud, I think, I think he did. Um, yeah, I think, see, <laughs> you know, we try to, we try to, uh, and it's like these. It's like what I'm trying to say. A lot of these guys did play. I think Coach Bud played because he got. Uh, he got funny <laughs> too. He got mad at me. see Okay,
0: yeah, because I mean, I'm 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 thinking. I mean, obviously, Steve Kerr. Uh, did Mike Brown play? Uh,
2: no, he. No, I don't think. Wait, I don't. He looks like he played overseas somewhere, but I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Who was that? He played at he played at Pomona College. Oh. And, uh, I mean, it, it's not, it's not D, It's in Southern California. It's not like D one, but it, he played, he played college ball. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? He right. You know like, what the
1: locker room smell like? Yeah, absolutely.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, it, it's hard to, it's hard to see it. But like, what I'm saying is like, there's a lot of guys who, who play basketball at high levels that are trying to be coaches their great basketball minds. Like, why, why is Sam Cassell not a head coach? That's a great question. Nick like you Van Aver- know what I'm
0: saying? Nick Van Axel.
2: Like, guys like that, you know, because it's like, well, it's the media. I didn't like him as a player. Robert Pack. Like,
0: another guy, Robert Man, Pack, Damon
2: yeah. Sattermeyer. Yeah, that's a lot of guys, yeah. Like, dude, I man, see, I man. <laughs> Woo! I could tell stories about stories of guys who called me and told me Benton and I, but I, I can't. Yeah. It's just crazy because this was like, it's like it's remember the Titans. Like when 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 we get hired, I feel like I feel like remember the Titans is such an impactful movie because it's pretty much the standards that were like still like held that kind of if you look at it. Yeah, That'll be twice as good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, especially in certain sports, if we do get if we finally do get an HD up there and we lose, very rarely do we get do they get hired again. But you see, the same coaches get recycled all That's over true. the league.
0: You know, I think about often uh, Stan Bozeman.
2: Um, With, uh from uh, from Cal.
0: Yeah, he never got a second chance.
2: Oh yeah, well, I mean, exactly. And and, and, <laughs> and it's a it's a, it's <laughs> I'm not a couple. No names, but yeah, it's but a couple dudes a I know. Yeah, there's a guy. Sorry, I, I'm trying to say no names. I mean, you, you guys got Google. There's a guy who literally. <laughs> Who literally got in trouble for cheating, and he's and and he is and he and he runs. He's the head of a scouting service. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's just it's just crazy. Yeah, it's just it's honestly it's crazy the things that happen. People just overlook. Right, right. But we can't do that. No way. At all. No way. We got to be perfect. <sighs> There's no reason that Jason Hart, Sam Cassell, people like that shouldn't have a coaching job. No reason, yeah. Like they'll hot man, uh-huh. man, <laughs> I'm M, I, man. i
0: am M. M. Grabs man. I I appreciate you, man. Um. I, I hope
2: you. I I hope I wasn't too vague, man. No, I really no, no, I no, no, vague no, 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 no. It it it. It's just
0: you gotta protect your I relationships mean, it's, it's for
2: nepotism, sure. Nepotism works mm. because I'm happy with Le- when LeBron James gets to where he's when he's done playing ball and he owns the team, man, listen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm not tripping if Bronny James gets drafted. You know, his, uh, the youngest, Bryce, gets drafted. You know, I'm not tripping if, if Zuri becomes the genie bust of the team, but way smarter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm not tripping. You know, like, that's yeah. – but it's just like, man, it's a lot of – man, it's just a lot of people out there that have no idea about basketball platforms like I always say, some of these people didn't start watching basketball because the Warriors started winning. Because <laughs> mm. for some reason, Steph Curry is relatable to everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's, they they don't know his journey. Like, come on, man.
0: Oh, man. In-grass break. I, I, I appreciate you, brother, for jumping on. Thank
2: you, guys, for having me on, Mo. Good talking to y'all, man. All right. in right, my guy. All right. Talk-
0: Marcus Gradney. Uh, big in the basketball scene uh, Out of LA um, Lo. We uh, mentioned uh, You know You, you talked about being present In your um, son's lives uh, Obviously your son Jalen Getting recruited heavily From different schools across the country uh, You're navigating him through this process mm-hmm. Like you've navigated Other kids before him Other right. young men before him Um oh. Talk about the difference in that. And also, what advice would you give young dads, and when I say young dads, dads of young kids maybe get into sports, get into basketball, particularly like myself. My son is nine, he's Jackson. He's starting to like basketball, starting to train and wants to get involved with basketball. What advice would you give him where to to the point where you are now and and where you've been navigating kids through the recruiting process? Uh, I would just tell him. Oh, first, 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 my first question is, how is it different for you now? That that Jalen is going through it As opposed to when you had When you know You're you, you navigating other guys through it
1: Okay It's different now Because those people Who used to call me Were Daniel House, mm-hmm. Chicken Nose You know Isaiah Austin uh, Everybody else uh, Isaiah Taylor Galen Rod Those guys used to call me back then mm-hmm. Don't call me now mm-hmm. So it's interesting now Why moment. is
0: that you think low
1: I think it's Um I can only speculate here. You'd, okay. ha- you'd have to ask those guys. Okay, um, Maybe because they feel like I'm a different person because it's my son now
0: mm-hmm.
1: that I might just embellish things Okay, uh, so I could see, I can understand from a certain perspective. Yep. However, um, if you know me, you know that I'm a basketball guy. I've been doing this before my son was born. Mm-hmm. When I talk about him, I talk about him as if he's another player as well to evaluate and to stand on what he does. Um, some people have, I've, I've heard hearsay and in one that some people said me, I was me personally, I it a low kind of arrogant, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, I think calling someone arrogant is a way to dismiss them. Mm. Um, I call myself confident. I'm confident in what I do and what I say, because I've been there. I'm an open guy And if you know me You know that you can have A a conversation with me And you can change my mind On things Um, I'm nowhere near this person I'm about to say However without this person I'm about to say Without him being as confident As he would As he was The world Of this sport Of another sport Would not be as it was Which was uh, But some people Called him arrogant But he had all the confidence In the world Which was Muhammad Ali I'm not Ali by a long shot Mm -hmm. But his confidence was there What he could do And I'm just confident But people want to use it As a Call me arrogant As a way to dismiss me Or to say why they shouldn't Do certain things with me Uh, But If you know me too I don't think you know anybody that Or nobody can say Somebody that I've had A a huge altercation with Yeah So if that's the case Then I don't know where that 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 label came from But yeah But as far as me being With my son Mm -hmm. I'm 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 cool with what, what he's doing, where he's at. Um, I'm happy with the schools that he has. Okay. Uh, people have asked me, uh, was I disappointed in the schools that he has? I say no, because I want the real ones to be there, from the that, to be there. Period. Um, and that's just what it is. I'm look. I can say that there's some disappointment in people that along uh, throughout my years of service okay. to others. Yeah they probably they didn't they didn't ring my phone college coaches yeah okay. they didn't ring my phone they didn't um probably pursue him but that's a disappointment but at the same time I, mean, I don't and he was disappointed because he thought he should be deserving of more things that's and more cool. phone calls mm-hmm. because he's a basketball player and he sees what basketball players size each other up yeah. all the time all the they time. know what each other is capable of doing and when he sees certain people getting things that from certain people or schools, that it's like, "Yo, Dad, you know them. Like, what's up?" Mm-hmm. And they don't they don't ring the phone. That's a question I got to answer. And I got to. And what I tell him is, "Listen, man, they they everybody likes something different. Some people might like uh, a woman with big breasts. Mm-hmm. Some people might like a woman with small breasts. Vice versa, the bottom, you know, thick, yep. slim. They you probably just wasn't they type, son." Mm-hmm. That's my communication mm-hmm. with him. I say so don't worry about it, don't hold against him. Keep playing because the one who's going to love you, going to love you and they're going to be there. And now, so that's our communication. And and lastly, what I would tell a parent who's yep. coming through it, mm-hmm. what I said earlier about myself. You can you can uh chase everything that you need to chase as a parent, but when it comes down to this um this lane, this basketball lane and the recruiting, be a dad Be present and involved man Because if you're not present and involved A lot of people don't want you to be present and involved So that they can make the decisions That you're supposed to be making They want to mm. make them speak for on, you
0: Speak on that low Because first episode we had John Yuri on mm-hmm. um, I, 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 I sent you the link And Yuri said that the, This grassroots basketball It divides us as a culture of black people Yes Also too You've mentioned this before That It also divides family Mm -hmm. Particularly The strong black dad In the family Mm -hmm. People try to get In between the dad And the kids The dad and the son The dad and the mom To make the decision That you feel like The dad and the family Should be making Yes Speak on that
1: Well uh, On the first part As far as yours You just gotta You've got to um, You gotta understand Who people are Mm -hmm. And You gotta you got to be involved in what's going on with this process Because people want to move you out the way uh, People don't Communicate with me because they know That I know a lot of things About this game yeah. So if you don't You know, you don't want low me To be have You don't want to recruit my son because of the knowledge That I have of this game I think that says more about you than anything else It means that you are okay You want to be able to continue to lie to other people Because you know you can't lie to me
0: and now, Lowe, again, we, we didn't touch on this, but you coached Texas Pro many years. Yes. Coached with the Houston Hoops many years. Yes. During that time, Lowe, do you feel as though – or here's there's another question. Do you feel as though the, these current coaches who, who you have a relationship with or who you've you know, met along this journey, mm-hmm. do you feel at some point they may have viewed you as – Eric, or may have viewed you as a certain way because of the, the guys you had, the Chicken nose, the Daniel House, the Jared Allen. During that time – to where now they, they say Oh man Marlon He shitted on me then Or he shitted on us then I was here Now I'm here I'm not going to recruit his son Although it should not be that way Do you feel as though people Are, are treating this as so Like sins of the father
1: Good question uh, The answer to that is no
0: Okay I don't, I don't
1: I don't have bad relationships with people Okay I didn't um, there's a current head coach who was assistant many years ago. Recruited two of my players. They didn't get them. And one time we went back and forth on social media about a thing, a little small thing, right? Because yeah. they didn't get the player. But when you know, we since talked about that, and I, I put it behind me. We put, he put it. I hope that he put it behind him. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether that shows or not, you know, I could I could guess one thing, or I could guess no. But um, no, nah, I don't I don't no coach can say I ever told them off no coach can say that I asked them for anything mm-hmm. if i ask you for something i'm asking you to make sure that you take care of their family make sure their vam- family is up to date on what's going on you keep them abreast of what's happening i'm not you don't got to do nothing for me man yeah and the reason why because if i don't ask you for nothing you're going to be you're going to keep coming back yeah. and they always kept coming back yeah if, yes. if yes. i was bad with them they wouldn't kept coming back right
0: it's another uh <laughs> grassroots guy who i, I know who's in, in, in a similar situation To whereas College coaches They've told me Like they don't want To deal with this guy mm-hmm. Because of how he treated us When he was on top Or when he was on You know mm-hmm. Top of the food chain Yeah And so w- When that happens Particularly like With a kid with your son Who arguably is one of The better point guards In the country Well he's a top 100 player In the country He's proven that When you say Certain s- That he will want more Or more schools Is one of those things So it's like do you want more schools or you want the right school? Because like you said earlier, for, 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 for you and your son, you want the people who, who, who love him, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's most important. Mm-hmm.
1: Listen, uh, at the beginning of the summer uh, of school year last year, my son, I didn't know. My wife had to take tell me. She took me upstairs and said, look at his wall. Mm-hmm. Above his headboard where he sleeps, he had some goals that he had in mind for at, by the time his senior year starts. And who he wants to recruit him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, he had about seven, eight schools that he wanted to recruit him and have an opportunity to really go to. Uh, out of those eight schools, seven eight schools, none, zero recruited him. None.
0: And now let's back up, Low. Yeah. Are in your take off your Jalen Low dad hat, mm-hmm. put on your I'm Marlo, a basketball guy, always. Put on your Marlowe mm-hmm. evaluation hat. Yes. Could your son play at those seven or eight schools?
1: I'm not going to say my son. I'm going to say Jalen
0: Lowe. Jay, sorry. Good call. Can, can Jalen, that's a good call. Jalen Lowe, Lowe, could he play at those seven or eight schools?
1: Yes. Okay. Jalen Lowe can play at any school in the country okay. and help them to win. Mm-hmm. There's not one school that he can't from okay. a talent perspective and okay. a player perspective. Um, he, did, he didn't get any of those schools. Uh, but I again, go ahead.
0: Do you have relationships with any of those seven, eight schools? Absolutely. All of them or most? All of them. Ooh. All of them. Mm-hmm. All of them. And relationships.
1: Uh, there you go right there.
0: Meaning that they recruited players that you had before or you have a relationship like?
1: they, they That's a great question. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, in this game, I've been constantly told a lot of people, I understand that these coaches are not your friends. Yes. This is their business. Yes. And too many people get caught up in thinking that people are their friends because they call them all the time. They call them day to day. They're calling you for information. Absolutely. They're calling you for intel. Okay. They're not calling you because they really care about you. They call yeah. them because you have an opportunity to help, help them. them to advance. Correct. Um, But however, there are some really good people in this game So some people, some of these guys are friends Yes Okay Uh, But for the most part of those seven or eight I would say most of them are not friends But they've been acquaintances And I've helped them We've communicated over years I've helped them with certain players before uh, Giving them intel and insight on players That they eventually got And helped them to move forward
0: Yes Move up the ladder as far as them jobs Yes, yes, Mm -hmm. correct
1: So um I wouldn't say that they're friends mm-hmm. um, But seven But It all comes those- full circle That now I know That they're not friends They're acquaintances Because a friend Will do what's Required of a friend Which is Even if it doesn't They're gonna have Tough conversations A friend is gonna tell you Hey man You my boy Yeah I like him This and that and that But we just don't have it Lord We gonna I, I think this We gonna we, we been working on this one We gonna get with him But dog okay. Don't yeah, L- or they gonna still? Com- yeah, 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 it's gonna yeah. be some type of communication. And so you
0: saying it's been nothing?
1: Nah, even nothing, nothing.
0: Not even a check on, not even a. Because sometimes low people give courtesy calls, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, <laughs> now what you said earlier, low, uh-huh. you said that they can't lie to you. Yeah. So a courtesy to me, a courtesy call to Martin Low about his son Jalen. Maybe they feel like because they know you,
1: uh-huh.
0: they don't even want to
1: go that route. I'm okay with that, but you got to communicate with me. Mm -hmm. Not at one point in time. Do I not? If when you've called me before you sent me a text or asked me about some kids, did I not respond or not say that I can help you? Yeah. I've talked to you man to man, face to face. And I've said things that I can help you. I've, I've told you about certain guys and we just had conversations, even if it's not about basketball. If, uh, if it's, if you don't like a kid, it's okay, Mm -hmm. but you can't punish a kid because of the father. Jalen Lowe doesn't Think like his dad Jalen Lowe is a basketball player And if you are I've questioned a lot of people on, I've seen a lot of things Since this has happened mm-hmm. More reality um, Like I said And I don't like to bring Jalen Lowe into it Because I don't want anybody To prejudge him Or to judge him Or expect certain things from him But they're going to do that anyway mm-hmm. um, He can play at any school And help any school in the country win mm-hmm. At the highest levels, mm. um, people try to say they'll they their down players say why they won't recruit that young man is because of his frame,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but you spend millions of dollars on a weight room and you spend hundreds of thousands of dollars. So what what's the yeah. purpose it's of that? Strength and conditioning coaches. Come, come on, miss yeah. me with that. Yeah. Uh, you can't yeah. say he can't think. Yeah. You can't say you can't say that you didn't see what he did,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you can't say that you've seen three better in the country. Mm-hmm. You can't. Now, if you choose to do it a different way, that's cool. If you choose, yep. choose to move a different way, that's cool. But don't deny what you saw. Right. Don't deny what what is in front of you. And a lot of people try to deny it by not making the call.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, yeah. and, and like I said, yeah. it's not about just lying to me. It's, you just have a have a communication. I'm a talk. I'm a communication guy. And if you want to talk about something, let's talk. But you know. Like, even right now, I might have over-communicated right now, but it's, it's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? I'm, yeah. It's cool. I don't have – when I see those guys, I still speak to them. Okay. Because yeah. my my thought on what I've allowed to tell myself is the fact that they just like somebody else. They got mm-hmm. their own style. Preference, yeah. And that's cool. Yeah. And that's cool. Yeah. So my thing would be, again, I've had, a, I've had a school call me several times about all kind of players, players that my son was playing with, Never asked me about my son, and I had no problem with it. No mm-hmm. problem with it, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. when they asked me about a certain player I told them the truth. Yeah, I told them what they wanted. Yeah, so they can't. So they can't say that I'm about anything else. I'm. A, I'm always try to help kids. I'm help. Be. I'm gonna be truthful and tr- truthful and transparent as I can.
0: Okay, low last part of the the, the episode. We call Sloan Cole five Sloan Cole facts. Yeah, give me the five best players. You've ever coached And the five best players You've coached against
1: Oh Jesus <laughs> The best player Five best The best player Let me see I'm going to give I can't It's hard to say I'm going <laughs> to say Daniel House I'm going to okay. say Tommy Mason Griffin I'm going to say Jared Allen three. I'm going to say um, Isaiah Taylor Four Ooh. One more But the best player That I've coached And the most fun Coach player mm-hmm. His name was Deshaun Garrett uh, from Wheatley went to Wheatley High School. I
0: know Deshawn My family. Actually, that's
1: my dude, man. Oh, okay, he was phenomenal. Okay. I loved him, okay. and I thought he was one of the best to to get it done. Okay, he was, but he was, yeah. He was, yeah. Okay, it was Wheatley. A dude.
0: Yeah. yeah, okay. Now, five best players you coached against.
1: Ooh, Jesus, Bradley Beal.
0: Hmm.
1: Hmm. Man, Demarcus the Marcus
0: Cousins. Mm-hmm. Shoot. Derek Rose, okay. Uh, to my NBA All Stars right here. <laughs> Jesus,
1: man, I'm trying to think. Uh, against, wow, so many of them. I'd have to come back to you on that, Sloan. That's a good call. Okay, I okay, wasn't ready for that
0: one. Okay, okay, <laughs> yeah. No, Marlon, we appreciate you, man, uh, joining Sloan Cole Facts. Uh, you know, great conversation, mm-hmm. insightful. Transparency um, Look forward to Having you again On the show one day um, We're going to try To get you and Yuri, Man some other guys In here one day Maybe even Aaron Harrison To kind of Have a basketball Man ba- basketball Ooh
1: you definitely Going to have some Nice yeah. beverages For sure <laughs> Nah no, no doubt yeah. We can do that man um, okay. It was my pleasure Being here I appreciate everything That you're yeah. doing man I love the elevation The growth um, We all go through Some things Go through turbulence yeah. As we rise Yep yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Everybody goes through some type of turbulence as they rise, but it's about once you get to the top, it's smooth st- sailing. You just got to know how to uh, make sure that you're navigating everything properly, man. So, uh, congratulations you on your ascension. Appreciate that, bro. And uh, I'm looking forward to continue to see good things from you. So That's
0: Appreciate that. Sloan Cole Facts, Episode 3. We out of here.